0: Hello and welcome to Through Tomorrow's Eyes, the podcast. I'm Tamara and this is my podcast. Now, this podcast is an extension of my personal blog, Through Tomorrow's Eyes, which there will be a link in the bio. But there will be some topics that I feel like I may want to touch on, which are not blog posts and I feel like they're really important. So this episode is going to be a continuation of my previous episode, about boundaries and I felt like this was really important although I didn't have a specific post on it on my Through Tomorrow's Eyes blog. Um, I just felt like it was really important in terms of self-care and how I'm looking after myself and things that are important to me. I want to talk about it so I'm going to talk about it. So yeah, so this post is going to be a continuation on the last, (laughs) this post, (laughs) this podcast is going to be a continuation on the last episode, yeah and I, in this uh, podcast, I'm talking freely I haven't planned anything specifically and I think that is the way that I want to do things um so if you hear me go off on a tangent a little bit it's fine, I mean I'll always bring it back, <laughs> that's one thing that I think I'm good at, even if I take it away I will bring it back to the original the original plan of the movie but yeah So boundaries, so in my last episode I did talk about mental health and boundaries and how the two are connected. So a summary of that will be um, the fact that boundaries are there to protect you and to help you improve your mental health. It's not a punishment, it's not something that you're doing to punish yourself, your loved ones or your friends. Um, It's something that you put in place to protect your mental health. So the way that they're connected is if, for example, you're feeling negatively around a certain person, you feel like a certain person kind of oversteps the mark a little bit and that is having a negative effect on your mental health and your well-being, you will want to, you will want to, as I say you might want to, you will want to (laughs) um, put in a boundary in place To preserve that relationship or ultimately um, end that relationship but to preserve that relationship implementing a boundary of what you will what you won't allow what you feel comfortable with what you don't feel comfortable with that is something that will help you to protect yourself preserve yourself and preserve that relationship it's ultimately there to help improve and to create healthy healthier relationships Um, so that is how the two are connected and I also touched on the fact that you don't always have to wait until something is toxic and something is negative and impacting your mental health in a negative way for you to implement a boundary so um, it could be something that you implement when you are meeting somebody new and you want to set basically This is what I do feel comfortable with and this is what I don't feel comfortable with. You might want to have that talk with yourself and note down what are your values? What is important to you? Is it certain people that you want to talk about certain things but other people you don't want to? um, And some things that you don't want to talk to anybody about? Just things like that so getting to know yourself and that is something that you can proactively think about when I'm entering in this new relationship this new friendship um this new partnership then that is something that I'm going to put in place and you will know of those things before you enter the relationship and before things get terrible and Ultimately, that is a prevention tactic, isn't it? So instead of waiting for things to just go off the rails and things to get completely toxic and everyone's shouting at each other, everyone hates each other, then you can think about implementing these boundaries. And that is a, a preventative measure and that is something that you can put in place beforehand, okay? So yeah, I told you I was going to bring it back and I did, didn't I? (laughs) Okay, so on this episode, I think what I want to talk about is, and I'm just going off the top of my head now, I'm thinking what is really important to me. I think what I will do is, to be authentic, I think I'll talk about people-pleasing because that ties in with some of my previous posts, kind of. And if you've looked at my um, blog as well, I have kind of put some personal stuff in there about my past and things like that. So I think I'll talk about people-pleasing and how that relates to boundaries, okay? So what is people-pleasing? Actually, I did I did touch on this on the last episode, didn't I? But I will do another little quick summary of it. What is people-pleasing? People-pleasing is, I think the example that I used in the last episode was um basically putting other people's needs before your own being that yes person being that person that you do things that you don't really want to do due to peer pressure it could be family pressure um and even pressure that you put on yourself that it, that you think that you should be doing something and you don't really want to do it and you don't you know that it's not really something that you that is something that is conducive to your growth but you kind of do things to kind of make yourself like it's kind of a form of self-sabotaging isn't it so maybe one example that I used last time was like your family um is pressuring you to go to this event or keeps pressuring you about your love life as a certain family member and then you know you kind of overshare you kind of Go, go along with it you maybe say yes to certain invitations and then you feel burnt out and drained when you're there and you're just thinking oh my god why did I agree to come I knew I shouldn't have come things like that also oversharing about things that are personal to you such as like your love life where you don't feel comfortable sharing um, with certain family members that you don't trust that could be an example of people pleasing just because you feel like you should do something it's not like something that you actually want to do So um, boundaries can be put in place to preserve those kind of relationships or end those kind of relationships. But my personal experience of people pleasing would be definitely that. Going to family events that I do not want to go to. And that has been a, a very big thing for me when I look back in the past you know you look back and you think retrospectively damn like I can't believe I did that I can't believe like that was me because right now the type of person I am now who I am now is not the person I was like several years ago it's not I mean we grow and we change but I have made an active choice not to people please so there's certain family members that hardly see me <laughs> it's like there's certain events that I'm just like nah, I'm just like no, no. And it got to the point where even my mom, I think, was like calling me antisocial, and I don't want to join in. And why am I not coming to this family members' event? Why am I not going to this? And it's like it just literally got to the point where I realized I don't want to, so I don't have to. And when you remove that guilt away from the expectation of the other person whether it's a family member even your yeah your mom someone that's that could be close to you like your mom then you literally feel so free i used to feel so guilty when i said no i didn't want to go because i knew that everybody else was going and you know it might look a certain way now i think if in my mental health if it's something that is going to negatively impact my mental health and I do not want to go. I will not go. I won't even give an explanation. I'll just be like, no. And I think my mum knows that now. So, like, it's like she will tell me now. Like, she probably won't even ask me for certain things. Um, to go to certain things. Because she knows that, um, you know, if I wanted to, I would, basically. Um, so, she's used to hearing you no know, now. Whereas, in the past, it would be a case of just tagging along. And I think it does come with growth. Because when you're younger when you're a child or a young teenager you tend to follow your parents around don't you um just because you have to you have to go to this family members thing this family friends you know event and it's just like the protocol isn't it you you should be doing it you you are expected to do that and it's even like when you deep it you think how much do i even know about these family members how much do i know about these family friends like what is the vibe i get when i go to these things yeah, it's all good and well, like um, getting together and having a little chinwag and stuff. But when I'm actually going through things or when I actually need somebody like or who actually checks up on me, who do I actually check up on, who do I feel close to, it, it's, it's The math isn't my thing, do you know what I mean? So it's one thing getting together and feeling happy and smiling, taking pictures, going, dancing and everything like that. But then when we need each other, who is really there for each other? And that is when the cliques show. And that's something that I do not want to be a part of. So I just go to things that I feel like my mental health is not going to be negatively affected by. Um, So that's one example of me not people pleasing. Um, I do think in terms of that example, though, it is important to not say no all the time. And if you do find yourself saying no all the time, you have to think, why am I saying no all the time? Is it that everybody in this family or everybody that's going to be there I do not like, which is most likely it's not the case. But if it's the case that it's myself holding myself back and it's a social anxiety thing, then that is something that can be seen as a a separate issue, isn't it? So that is a thing that is like, that's something that I need to work on. And that is something that has contributed to my decisions as well. Like sometimes it could be some social anxiety. Sometimes it can be a bit of oh, I feel a bit nervous, and do I really want to go? I'm going to have to come out of my comfort zone. So that is something that you have to think about when you're implementing the boundaries. Is it something that, you know, you need to be a bit more flexible with? And is it something that's going to take more work than you originally thought? Because as I said, saying no to everything is probably the easy option, isn't it? Especially when you have social anxiety. It's easy to be like, okay, I'm not going to this, or I don't want to go. But then there will be some things that you will want to go to, but your social anxiety is preventing you to. And I know a lot about social anxiety. I have social anxiety. Sometimes it can be a struggle, even leaving the house. So I have that level of social anxiety, and it's something that has been with me since childhood. And I think it's really important to talk about it, because as a black woman... I want to kind of normalise talking about mental health and struggling with your well-being and things like that because, you know, it's all good and well, you know, saying self-care and all this stuff, but really being transparent and being open and honest and letting people know that you may struggle with something too it can make somebody feel less alone so that and that is one of the reasons that I did start this podcast. So yeah, so if somebody's listening and they think that they can relate to this, then yeah, 100%, percent I understand that. I understand completely avoiding social events, family events, gatherings with your friends because you got social anxiety. And it actually took me a long time to realize to fully accept that okay I have social anxiety. I generally thought that it was just maybe low self-esteem or low confidence, but it's actually social anxiety. Like, because it's not something that, like, because even when I'm going to meet, um what's it called, people that are close to me and things like that, I still have the same thing, so I don't think it's a thing of meeting new people and uh, what are new new people gonna think? It's also the people around me. It's just people in general. (laughs) But the thing is, yeah, like, this generation makes me laugh because a lot of this generation and generations that are, like, after me don't like people. Like, (laughs) a lot of us don't like people. That's why everyone's working, like, remote jobs and stuff. But anyway, I digress bring it back bring it back bring it back tomorrow yeah so um yeah social anxiety so when you're thinking about boundaries and people pleasing that is that is one thing to think about as well so it's not just about saying no to everything because this person makes me feel uncomfortable think about the bigger picture and that's actually one thing that i learned um in cbt which is um taking a helicopter view of things Um, think of the overall picture if it's like somebody close to you it's like they're really it's there a really um, big event for them and a really like um, pivotal time in their lives it's like a very prestigious event and it's somebody close to you but you know somebody else is gonna be there are you really gonna miss out on that opportunity because somebody else that you don't like isn't gonna be there but you're good friend or your good business partner or whatever it's their big event so you think of the whole picture and think of weigh up everything like even include your social anxiety and think okay i'm feeling like this but this is what is within my capability and this is what i want to do okay I I definitely understand about panic attacks and anxiety attacks and things like that and sometimes certain things are not within your capability if you are going through an anxiety attack or a panic attack, yeah, or a major depressive episode and you physically cannot go to that event, yeah, that is understandable. And that is something that you should be able to confide in your close friends. Um, and family about if you do have that support available because a lot of people would take it personally if you don't go to a certain event and they'll think that, oh, that person doesn't care, they're selfish or they're bad mind. But a lot of the time, it's what is within your capability. They may not understand the extent of to which you physically cannot come out the house, you physically are shaking and you physically do not have the capacity to go to that event. And that has happened to me several times. Sure, like old school friends and people in my family will be able to attest to that because that is how, um, it much it has impacted me in the past. Not so much now. I do have a few, um, times where I do have uh, those anxiety attacks, and it does prevent me from, um, going out. But it is a lot less so now. I think once I've accepted it and realized my limitations and worked with it um understanding myself a bit more I've realized that um it me implementing boundaries and having flexible boundaries is more important than expecting me to kind of do everything or expecting me to not go anywhere you know it, it's it's about finding that balance so um yeah bring it back bring it back give me a moment I'll get there I'll get there. So, yeah, so that is how you can implement boundaries just by just thinking about what is important to you, who is that per- person to you, and what is within your capacity. So there are a lot of factors that are, in, are involved when you're making a boundary, and it's not just about what you want to do, what you don't want to do, because, say, for example, if you are somebody with social anxiety... Most of the time, you will probably think that you don't want to do anything, but it's like bringing me back to that previous point of what is within your capability, and who does that person? What is what does that person mean to you? What is that event about taking that helicopter view and thinking, okay, so this is the bigger picture. Now, if it's the, um, now if it's the opposite issue, which might be it's somebody that you don't like or there's going to be more people there that you don't like than you do and you don't really care for that event anyway, then weigh up the pros and cons. To me, that seems like that's something that you can easily give a miss, yeah? (laughs) You know, if it's something that is, you weigh up everything and you think that there is more negative than positives, then that's okay, like you don't have to force yourself to the point where you're going against your authentic self. So think about what that thing means to you or what that person means to you when you're creating that boundary. And that could just be a complete no. I'm not gonna go to events like that when there's gonna be these type of people there and I don't really like doing that thing anyway. That could be a boundary, isn't it? And that's something that you probably won't feel guilt about. How I've dealt with the guilt now, how I'm dealing with the guilt now of not being a people pleaser is, I've stopped looking at myself as the problem, and that has been a major key in my shift in thinking and my and improving my general well being. Because when you think that you are the problem all the time and you are always the burden and it's always you nothing you do is ever going to be good enough so even if you do go to the event the event you're going to feel like um oh why did I come here I didn't really want to come here and everyone's you know looking at me or everyone no one really wants me to be here I should have stayed at home you might have that kind of catastrophic thinking and then if you stay at home you might think oh everyone's having a better time with me these are these are actually thoughts that have gone through my head many a time. Everyone's having a better time w- without me. You know, I'm the problem. I'm the reason why nobody wants to be around me. Things like that. When I stopped looking at myself as the complete problem, when I started, and this is actually a brilliant tip that I use every day. <laughs> when I started looking at other people's faults and how I view other people and looking at their good traits and their... um let's not say good and bad but looking at their traits that i feel are not helpful or things that i don't like and things that i do like about them i'm seeing people less so as black and white and i'm seeing myself less so as black and white so it's helped me to not create those kind of black and white decisions towards um just towards making decisions and to to feel in that way about myself because Everybody's allowed to say no, including me. I'm not gonna be used as this. the scapegoat, and that's the thing with people pleasing. A lot of the time people pleasing is you feel like you have to do things. you feel like if I do x y Z, they're gonna like me if I do x, y and z I'm gonna be popular or you know i'm gonna I'm gonna be a better person if I do x y and Z no. You're already good enough as you are. And once you accept yourself wholly for who you are, your flaws and all, you realise, I'm just as important as them. I don't need to please anybody. I can disappoint people. I will disappoint people. It's inevitable because you know what? People disappoint me. So when you look at yourself as the problem, it's going to be probably a lot easier for you to people please because you're trying to think of ways to get people to like you to please people basically but once you stop looking at yourself as the problem and you see yourself for the amazing person that you are flaws and all you realize that your voice does matter your feelings do matter my feelings matter I know my feelings matter once I discovered this I, I, I don't stop putting myself first because I'm the centre of my universe and I know that when I put myself first and when I take care of myself everything around me benefits my relationships benefits my health benefits you know just everything benefits but once I put other people's feelings before mine and please other people before my own and neglect my own needs because it's not about like not compromising sometimes you do have to compromise but once I Look at myself and say, Tamara, my feelings matter. How I feel right now matters. So when I'm making a decision and I'm I'm doing that for myself, if it disappoints people, then, oh, well. If I disappoint you, but I please myself and I put my mental health first, then, oh, well, that's what's going to happen and it's going to continue to happen. So I am no longer a people pleaser and I love that about myself because I've implemented a lot of boundaries and I'm not scared to disappoint people. And I think that is probably going to be my number one tip is to don't be afraid to disappoint people because you're going to disappoint people. You can't please everyone because you know what? People don't please you all the time. So why would you expect yourself to be perfect? Just hold a realistic standard of yourself. And I feel like that is something that will help you to navigate decisions easier. Self-esteem, confidence, self-worth, just how you view yourself, has a big impact on your decision making. And I think that even with this podcast, like I kind of paused because I was like, "Oh, no one's gonna listen to it." Oh. You know a bit of imposter syndrome but then once i started realizing like i'm doing this for me like even if one person is, listens to it like do you know what i mean like i feel like i've done my job but it's really to get my feelings out and to talk more about issues that are important to me and people will listen and people will hear it and it probably will get more popular over time and that's fine. And I probably will upset certain people over time because I'm not going to, you know, protect certain people anymore. And that's fine as well. A boundary that I've created with myself is to put myself first. And if that means upsetting people, then that's fine. So that can apply to this podcast too. Because, yeah, boundaries with yourself might look like I am going to. I am going to um, record that podcast episode today because I said that I would it could be like I am going to go for a walk today because I need to get my 10,000 steps in it could be like I am gonna only spend X amount of money today because I'm saving for a house do you know what I mean? so those are like boundaries with yourself and they don't necessarily have they don't actually have anything to do with anybody else do they? So that's a way that you can put a boundary with yourself, and sometimes you're you know there's different sides of yourself, and sometimes that's the side of you that kind of wants to self sabotage might not like those boundaries, but you know that in the long run, being taking the helicopter view and looking at the bigger picture, it's better for you to have those boundaries with yourself because you know that you're gonna benefit from these boundaries. So, yeah, I think that's everything that I wanted to say on boundaries. Um, I probably could talk all day about it, but I'm not going to because <laughs> these episodes are going to be about 20 to 30 minutes each. And, yeah, I think I've said everything that I wanted to say. But, yeah, if you can relate, then share this share this episode with somebody else and have create the conversations about it. Um, I think it's really important to start talking and to keep talking about it if you already are talking about it um, with your family, with your friends and break those stigmas about talking about mental health. Okay, well, thank you for listening and I am Tamara and I'll be signing off. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.